Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico, now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. This is Straight Fire for Monday, December 20th. Hope everybody had a phenomenal, outstanding, just a, a terrific weekend. Mine was awesome. I'm not going to bore you with all the details. Um, it's just a lot of fun was had. Kids are officially on holiday break. Um, obviously, there was some great NFL. Bowl season got underway. The NBA, I don't know if anybody's even paying attention right now, but so, like the NBA is going through the worst COVID upheaval, uh, I guess, in, in the last year and change. And like a bunch of games were canceled. Not just yesterday, not just today, but like tomorrow. And at this point, the NBA has got to be like, oh my gosh, we got to preserve the Christmas slate. Because, uh, of course, the NFL is coming on Christmas. There will be Browns. I think we're calling them the Cleveland Covids. Uh, they're facing Aaron Rodgers and the best team, yes, the best team in the NFL on uh, Saturday. Folks, I, I listen, it's Christmas week. It's going to be a little chaotic, just as the NFL was all weekend. And um, we also, by the way, have two NFL games tonight. Best bet's going to be on fire later. And then two NFL games tomorrow. I will get it out of the way early because you guys know I've been prattling on about it uh, endlessly. The Big Money Survivor Contest that I'm in, uh, $50 buy-in. There's like 2,500 people in it. Uh, Apparently, the winner got $82,000 last year. uh, And I guess they pay out second, maybe third. But... Um, I'm one of the final 25 guys left and four people were eliminated Sunday. Three had the, um, Arizona Cardinals. Oh my gosh. What a shit show that was. Goodness. I'm embarrassed for the Cardinals personally. Um, we'll talk about that game later. It, It was, it was a little fluky, but at the same time, some major red flags for the Cardinals. And then one guy had the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, um, as you guys know, I was on social media. I was texting a bunch of buddies. Do I pivot to Jacksonville? Because the Eagles, who I wanted all week, got moved to Tuesday. And you look at the Jacksonville-Houston game, which nobody cared. Nobody was looking at it. The game was garbage. And the line was going up, up, and away. The Texans had a bunch of injuries. They were they had like four practice squad dudes starting on defense. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. You know, Jacksonville, they fired their coach. They're going to win it for Urban. You know, Urban's toxicity has gone. And I, I'm telling you, I nearly switched it. 
And it's one of those moments, and you guys know in life you have this moment where like, um, you can go one way or the other, and you know, you it's a big decision. And again, I, I like to think that I've got maybe eighty two k coming my way. I can maybe win this bitch. And I thought about it. I was like, I'm, my first instinct for like three days was Eagles. So I'm going to stick with it. I did not swap. Thank goodness. And my buddy Dan, who's a uh, religious listener, he's got me into this cool boxing class out here in the South Bay. Really good, intense workout. He said I would have been in the fetal position if I had taken the Jaguars. That's probably true because they got smoked. It was never really close. The Texans ran a kickback. But nobody cares about that. You guys are here for the takes. And I didn't know if I should start by just you know, taking Tom Brady and the Bucks behind the woodshed for what the hell they put up. One of the most embarrassing performances of the season. They got blanked at home 9-0 by the New Orleans Saints. And I, and I was joking to a friend on Twitter, I bet somebody's going to go on the on like Tom Brady's Wikipedia page and be like, Tom Brady's parents are the New Orleans Saints, 2020 and 2021. They own him in the regular season. They, have, they, they beat him twice in the regular season last year, and they beat Brady twice in the regular season this year. Once with Trevor Simeon backing up Jameis Winston, and then last night in Tampa with Taysom Hill. I mean, that was as stunning a result as you will find all season. I think it's got to be up there. Listen, Arizona and Detroit was huge. Um, and there was a large, uh, the Bills losing to Jacksonville was massive. And in the opener, uh, I know it was week one, it wasn't a huge spread, but the Packers getting destroyed by the Saints, 38-3, massive. I'm just telling you guys now, Dennis Allen, the defensive coordinator of the Saints, clearly has Tom Brady's number. He owns Brady right now. Brady could do nothing. He was sacked four times. I had to look this up. Brady was sacked a total of four times in the last five games combined. He hadn't been sacked four times in a game this year. It, it isn't often you see the Bucks' offensive line just get dump-trucked. They got pushed around. They got bullied in the trenches. And then you lose Evans to injury. You lose Godwin to injury. And suddenly, it's like, oh, um, wait a minute. Tom Brady ain't winning the MVP. He looked very, very mortal. Uh, zero touchdowns, first shutout, and of course, there the stats all over, all over the internet. Tom Brady's first shutout in 255 games. It was the second longest streak in NFL history. Of course, the last coach to shut out Tom Brady. If you want to like impress girls at um, like bar trivia night, although the girls at bar trivia night probably not. Yeah, I should stop right now. Um, Nick Saban in 2006 with the Dolphins blanked the Bucks. I'm sorry, blanked the Patriots and Brady 21-0. So Nick Saban and Dennis Allen, you know, impressive. I don't know. I'm not going to reach here, but I, I, it's pretty clear there is a blueprint for beating Tom Brady and the Bucks, and whatever the Saints are doing, that's it. You remember how... The Kansas City Chiefs offense was like a monster for three years, unstoppable. And then the Chargers did this too high safety look. Everybody started copying it. And all of a sudden this year, Chiefs have been slowed down, except by the idiotic Raiders who don't want to you know, follow the blueprint. Um, may, we'll talk about the Chiefs later in the week. They may have blown that up on, on Thursday night, but we'll get to that later. It, it feels like right now, the Saints have Brady's number. Now, the scary thing for the um, for the Bucks is that if you look at the playoffs, uh, you know, the New Orleans Saints, are they might get in. And then if Brady has to face them, because the Packers are going to run away with the NFC. That's a lock, okay? Packers, number one seed, 11-3 um, and three after the win over the Ravens. Although, we're going to talk about that because I have strong thoughts and I'm very angry at John Harbaugh. Very, very angry. I had the Packers in the contest, minus five and a half. Anyways, um, Saints are currently the seventh seed, okay? Washington, which as of this moment, as we record this right now, they're going to start a practice squad guy on Tuesday night. Now, maybe Kyle Allen or Taylor Heineke comes off the COVID list and they're able to play. I personally don't think it matters. I think Washington did trouble. Minnesota tonight against a COVID rampant Bears team, could get to seven and seven. Um, uh, there is the Eagles who play Washington in what feels not like quite like a play in, but an elimination game. You can't lose this if you're the Eagles or Washington. That's a massive game. Falcons, come on, they're jokers. But shockingly, they're six and eight. Um, they're not. A, they're not a good team. Um, so 
if if you are the Bucks, you do not want to see the Saints. You don't want to see them for a third time. I know they beat them in the playoffs last year, but if you guys remember that game, the Saints were winning, and then I think it was a Jared Cook fumble near midfield. Drew Brees vomited all over himself. It was disgusting. And Brady and the Bucks got kind of a lucky win on the road. A win is a win is a win. I know I get it. They won the Super Bowl, but you you guys can don't don't have to believe me if you don't want to. But go look at what happened last year in Tampa. I think it was thirty eight three, an epic beatdown. So Dennis Allen, I mean, based off these two wins over Brady alone, he's got to get head coaching interviews. I mean, has to. I don't know where, but he has to. Um, just a phenomenal performance. Totally bottled up Tampa and. I think, folks, this leaves pretty clear-cut Green Bay the best team in the NFL. I would go right now Green Bay number one, Kansas City Chiefs number two, and it's not going to be popular, but the Dallas Cowboys for me are number three. Now, I'll get to the Cowboys in a minute, but I need to talk. I thought I was going to lead with um, John Harbaugh being drunk on analytics. I mean, it is it's just astonishing what this guy has become and what he's doing. And honestly, from a gambling perspective, the way these coaches are getting so aggressive going for two all the time, it's messing with everything. And I've, of course, been on the losing end of a couple of these. And if it sounds like I'm coming down hard on Harbaugh because of the gambling, it's also no, like, why are you drunk on analytics? Like, what is the deal, Harbaugh? Why are you doing this? And and I, I don't want to say I got in like a pissing contest with these nerds on the internet. And I again, I love math. I'm all for aggressiveness. But there is a time and a place for this, guys. Are are we being serious? Does John Harbaugh understand how dominant his offense was? Yes, but led by um, the the quarterback Huntley? Does Does he understand what they did to that sad sack Packers defense? They went up and down the field against those guys. It wasn't... Okay, so they opened the game going the length of the field, and then they had to turn it over on downs, I think at like the three yard line. It was an impressive drive from Huntley, right? And you got the vibe then, oh, this is going to be a game. They're just going to do the ball control attack, and they're going to be able to move the ball because the Packers, just for some reason, don't understand that like Mark Andrews is good, and Huntley wants to throw the ball to him every time. Like, I don't know. Green Bay just couldn't figure that out. I, I could do it watching, you know, from my sofa about, you know, two drives in. Um, but for whatever reason, the Packers, they couldn't do that. So the second drive, Baltimore Ravens, right down the field, touchdown. Third drive, Baltimore Ravens, right down the field, touchdown. Then they were held to punt, right? Then halftime. Second half, Ravens go down the field, field goal, turned it over on downs. They were feeling a little desperate, down 28-17. They went for it on downs inside like their own 30. They, They didn't get it. Green Bay held to a field goal. Ravens, right down the field, touchdown. Ravens, right down the field, touchdown. So you're telling me you were only stopped. You had to, you were punted once in the damn game. The other two times you turned it over on downs. And you felt, oh, we got to go for two here in the win. John Harbaugh deserves this, okay? They were number one in the AFC three games ago. They lose three straight games, two of them on his idiotic calls to go for it on fourth down. Both failed, and the Ravens are now currently out of the playoffs. They have a massive game this week against the Cincinnati Bengals. Nice win for the Bengals in Denver. Um, Bengals beat down the Ravens in the earlier meeting. Right now, the Ravens' secondary is a horrible matchup for Chase and uh, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Uh, right now, the Bengals are favored. Now, it is early, and I, th- you know, Lamar should be back. But... That's a massive game. And honestly, I don't want to sound, you know, it's probably going to sound wrong. I'm rooting against Harbaugh. I don't like what he's doing. I, I just, I, it doesn't make sense. So I know people are like, oh, you hate math. You're a weirdo, Jason. You're, let me just explain this. So they're down 31 to 17 to the Packers. They score a touchdown. Let's see how much time was left on the clock. They get in the end zone with four minutes and 47 seconds left, right? To cut it to seven, okay? If you knew it was in your DNA that, hey, man, if we can get two touchdowns, we're going for the win. We're going for two. Why wouldn't you go for two on the first touchdown to cut it to seven? Because if you knew you were going to go for two later in the game, why not go for two early so then you would know, okay, we've got to go for two the next time? Because that's what the analytics say. The analytics, the advanced stats, the math guys, the nerds, the Johns Hopkins and the Yale smarty pants— and honestly, I like those guys. I like hanging around smart people. 
makes me smarter. But those are the guys who say, yeah, you know, if you're going to go for too late in the game, you should go for it early so you can adjust how you're going to coach the rest of the game. When you fail going for two on that final touchdown with like 45 seconds left, you have to onside kick it. The odds of an onside kick are slim. So if they had gone for two and failed the first time, you would have known coming in, we've got to get two. And it felt like the play, I, I, nobody really liked it. They knew at that, at that point, the Packers, 58 minutes into the damn game, figured out, hey, man, it's probably going to be something to Andrews here. Um, and Huntley rolls out, which shrunk the field. And at that point, the safety, I want to say it was Savage. No, I don't think it was Savage because he was just lit up like a Christmas tree the entire game, dude. He was awful. And um, he could not guard um, Mark Andrews at all the entire game. If you have Andrews in fantasy, you did pretty well. Um, yeah, I may, was it Savage? I don't know. I, I didn't think it was. I thought it was 36, but I doubt it was Vernon Scott. I'll, I'll try to check. But bottom line is they said as soon as Huntley rolled out, it was like, oh, it's going to Andrews. So the guy made a beeline to Mark Andrews and knocked the pass down. Um, and, and And it basically saved the uh, it saved the Packers from having to get a field goal there at the end of the game. Now, what's interesting was there was probably enough time for Aaron Rodgers, as good as he is, to get the field goal. But selfishly, um, that would not have covered the five and a half anyway. Now, here's my other thought, okay? And I know if you want to remove the gambling, that's fine. You're on the brink of missing the playoffs. You have the best kicker in the league. You also have an offense that has gone up and down the field easily through a bad Packers defense. You're at home. I don't know why you wouldn't roll the dice in overtime. I, it, you win the coin toss and you go down the field. You want to be going for fourth down, guy? Go for fourth down all the way down the field, get a touchdown ball game. Right? I, I just, it doesn't make sense. And listen, I know people are going to say, hey, man, you killed Staley. You uh, went after Harbaugh for this. What, what, do you, what do you have against going for two? I don't have anything against it. And I'm not playing the results. Oh, if they had made it, Jason, he's a hero. You would have loved it. I, I mean, I, I, personally, I don't care. I, I, don't, I would not have loved it. I, I, I'm against the Ravens now because Harbaugh's costing me money. But at the same time, he's killing his team. Were they not the better side offensively? I, don't, I mean... I don't know. I mean, I guess I understand not trusting your defense. That aspect I understand because the defense was bad and Rodgers moved the ball at ease, but it just feels like he's drinking from the analytics cooler way, way too often. And listen, you want to be aggressive to a fault and you say, hey, you know what? Let's punt, uh, Let's just go for all or nothing because all our guys are hurt. Let's just give it a shot. I don't know, guys. I, I, I'm just not buying it. I'm sure you'll let me know about it if you disagree, and that's fine. But currently, Ravens on the outside looking in. They wrap up after the Bengals game. They have uh, a home game against the Rams. We know how dominant McVay is on the East Coast. And then they close out with the Steelers in a rivalry game that probably will have playoff implications. Steelers got a nice win. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I don't want to go through the league and hammer every game. Um, I do want to quickly, before we get to some games from Sunday, I need to quickly talk about the Colts and the Patriots. Okay, we noticed on this pod that, yes, the Patriots, they were beating a bunch of bad quarterbacks, and they were not overly impressive. Hey, they beat the Falcons, but Atlanta didn't have their best player, Corderell Patterson. This is where you say, come on, Jason, Corderell Patterson, give me a break. Get out of here. Okay, fine. Fair enough. They beat the Jets. They, you know, they whoop up on some bad teams. Let's be real. During the Patriots' run, they beat some not-so-great opponents. Then win over the Chargers was nice. I'll give you that. Sam Darnold's always seeing ghosts when he faces Belichick. The beatdown of the Browns was pretty impressive, although they didn't have Hunt or Chubb in that game. And when you have to have like injured 75% Baker Mayfield win a game, good luck with that. The Titans are total jokers. We know they stink. Um, I, I saw a crazy stat that in the last... Three games. Ryan Tannehill on passes on of more than 10 yards downfield. <laughs> Five of 19. 54 yards and an interception. Basically, they're playing offense in a phone booth. We've got a handoff. We've got to check down. We've got to do four yard outs to tight ends. They have nothing. A.J. Brown's hurt. Julio Jones hurt again. By the way, listen, I'm a big Julio Jones fan. Hall of Famer. I the guy's washed. Come on. I mean, he's, he's popping a hamstring every day. I don't know. I, I feel bad for Julio. A, a crappy end to a great career, but does anybody have a great ending to their career? Like John Elway going out on top? Uh, Peyton Manning wasn't even great when he won that Super Bowl, but nevertheless, uh, the Titans stink. So all these all these wins for the Patriots are like, oh, are they that impressive? Are, are they? And then the win over the Bills was good because, hey, we're going to run the ball down your throat. You know what's coming, and I don't care. <laughs> Stop me. And they... Beat them in Buffalo. That was an impressive win. But then they have to go to the Colts with no weather a factor, facing a great offensive line. And I went. I do these Fox gambling shows. I do one with Cowherd today, and um, and then I I do a Thursday show and then a Sunday show. And I went on the Sunday show and I said, or uh, sorry, the Thursday show. I said nobody wants to face the Colts. Nobody. Like this team is real dangerous. They've got a manly offensive line. That just mauls everybody. They've got a stud in Jonathan Taylor. They're like a throwback team. The problem is Carson Wentz. And the problem was on full display Saturday night. If anybody watched that game, 
Colts race out to a 17-0 lead. Mac Jones looking like, you know, a rookie. And this is what Frank Reich does. He gets to these early leads because he's got a great game plan. He's a smart coach. I texted my old neighbor in Pennsylvania who is a diehard Colts fan. He hates Frank Reich. And I'm like, who hates Frank Reich? He's like, he brought in Wentz. Wentz is a bum. I would agree with that. But what else did you want him to do? Rivers is retiring. You've got a playoff team. You can't just like, what, Teddy Bridgewater? And the devil you know over the devil you don't, right? And Reich knew Carson Wentz from his time in Philly. So bring him in. And he'll be a game manager. We'll make him have safe and easy passes early. And then we'll ride the running game the rest of the way to victory. Carson Wentz, I think, was 5 of 12 Saturday night. That's it. He don't need to throw. 5 of 12, 57 yards. That's it. In an NFL game, and you score 27 points. So here's the problem. Wow, was this 20 to nothing? Yeah, it was. So they were up 20 to 0 to after the third quarter. But then the problem becomes, well, the defense is going to adjust. They know that they don't want, that the Colts do not want to throw the ball. So we'll just stick man coverage on everybody and we'll put 7-8 in the box. And if we can stop you or force you to make Wentz have, the, have to throw the ball, Wentz is more likely to turn it over, fumble, interception, something dumb, because that's what he does. Wentz will screw it up and... Lo and behold, the Patriots get a touchdown, and Carson Wentz throws a pick. Patriots start coming back. They're within 20 to 17. And then, of course, Jonathan Taylor breaks off the big touchdown run to ice it. But I'm just telling you guys right now, man, this is a dangerous, dangerous Colts team. And we saw it against Tampa, and they couldn't finish because Wentz, again. And again, I'm of the belief that in the postseason, Wentz will end up costing them. If the Colts can get a lead on you, you're probably in some trouble. Um, He throws a pick, and the door's open. The Patriots come back. I mean, I'd be really curious. Like Colts, Chargers, oh, that would be a great game. Now that's almost impossible unless the Chargers really um, get get things going here and get in the t- one of the top seeds because the Colts are probably going to be six or seven unless they win the division. Now the Titans, who are absolutely reeling, sounds like they're going to get A.J. Brown back this week. Sounds like it. Um, but that doesn't mean he's going to be hundred percent coming off IR. Um, Titans have lost. They lost to the Texans. They lost to the Patriots. They beat the Jags and they lost to the Steelers. They have the 49ers this week at home and they're underdogs. And this is one of the games I've already bet. I love the Niners in this spot. Um, I laid the three. I think San Fran wins it. I think San Fran is basically the Colts. Of the NFC, a super dangerous team. The only thing is, I trust Jimmy Garoppolo a lot more than Carson Wentz. I think Jimmy Garoppolo, at this point, is probably the most underrated quarterback in the league because people hate him so much and think he's a check-down manager. All he does is make plays. It's like, we forget earlier this season when he was absolute garbage and Trey Lance was getting a look. Oh, right, he Debo Samuel's hurt. Okay, and uh, George Kittle was not there. And now that they have the full arsenal, oh, look at that. Jimmy G, okay, I see you. Even Brandon Ayuk is out of the doghouse. And the rumors in San Fran about him him and his ego, oof, uh, ugly. But f- at full strength, this Niners team's good. Now, it is primetime game. We know uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has had some issues in primetime. Not Kirk Cousins issues, but issues. And um, I think that's going to be a good game, but I like the Niners in that one. And now if you're the Titans and you lose and the Colts keep winning, all of a sudden that big lead you had in the division, in jeopardy. They play the Dolphins on January 2nd. Now they close out with the Texans, which is a layup. Um, But that Dolphins game will be tough, which gives me an opportunity to pivot to the Miami Dolphins briefly. And I know that the Dolphins fans who listen to this podcast hate me because I'm a Jets fan and I always rip Tua and... You want to laugh that the Dolphins beat the Jets? Well, the Dolphins didn't cover the spread. So I'll just start there. And this whole idea that the Miami Dolphins, who started 1-7, and seven, are now 7-7. Seven and seven. Let's get excited. Let's, let's, let's go. Two is getting us to the playoffs. I just want to let you guys know, Duke Johnson won you that game. Duke Johnson, I think, I'm not certain, he may have sold me a Christmas tree like three weeks ago. Somehow he appears on the Miami Dolphins. And all of a sudden, Duke Johnson is carrying the load. I'm not even making this up. 
Last year he was in Houston. Now he's with the Miami Dolphins. And Duke Johnson has played two games this season for the Dolphins. Only against the Jets. That's it. Played the Jets in November. Then reappeared against the Jets yesterday and had 107 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Duke friggin' Johnson. Unbelievable. That's what you guys are all gassed up about. Remember, Tua was hot doo-doo. Nice pick six there, buddy boy. Yeah, let's just be real, guys. Come on. Other than the win over Baltimore, which was Thursday night, short week, okay? Here's who two has won beaten during the winning streak. Um, well, he didn't even beat Houston. That was Jacoby Brissett. Two a game managed the Baltimore win. He beat the Jets 24-17. He beat Carolina. I'm not even certain if that was PJ Walker or Cam Newton. Oh, it was Cam. It was Cam and he got benched. Right. Cam will not be in the league next year. I think we all agree on that. Then he beat the New York Giants. Okay. And then he beat the Jets. So wait, it's only six wins in a row. Well, whatever. They went from one and seven to seven and seven. And Dolphins fans are excited. So now they'll go to New Orleans. Now I need to, you know, I haven't done this. I probably should this morning. I need to see how the Saints have done after these wins over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because they travel Monday Night Football, Saints, Dolphins. And if the Saints defensive front and the cornerbacks play the way that they did against Tom Brady, then Tua is a dead man walking. And I would like the Saints here. Um, let's see what the line is on this one. I mean, again, it's probably an overreaction to the Saints looking incredible, but looks like Saints favored by three and a half. I don't know that that'll hold. A lot of people like Miami all of a sudden, but I'm just telling you right now, somebody who's watched the Dolphins closely, um, yes, because I have been a not a Tua, Tua hater, but a doubter, and I'm just not seeing all the stuff that everyone else is seeing. Um so uh, before we get to the Lakers and LeBron, yes, I have to do something on LeBron. I need to go back. I forgot to give props to someone. So the kid Huntley for the Ravens was impressive, no doubt, uh, against the Packers. He covered the spread. Uh, Tyler Huntley now in games he's appeared this year, 3-0 and against the spread. Not bad. He has he got the win over the Bears, and he nearly beat the Browns, and he nearly beat the Packers. But... If you want to dig deep and you want to be a real like NFL guy and know what's going on, you need to know the name Greg Roman. He is the offensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. And Greg Roman is the guy who essentially made Colin Kaepernick in San Francisco. The pistol offense. Colin Kaepernick, remember, was a second-round pick. Nobody wanted him in the first round. He was languishing behind Alex Smith. And he comes into the league and boom, Colin Kaepernick's like, oh my gosh, this guy's ridiculous. They're running the passing. Greg Roman was a mastermind. So then Greg Roman goes to Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, again, a quarterback nobody wanted. Remember, he was going to drop. He dropped to the end of the first round. Baltimore's like, oh, well, well, let's give us ball, give us uh, Lamar because we get the fifth year. We need, we want that quarterback. Bring it, bring it in here. And um, Greg Roman made Lamar Jackson an NFL MVP, did he not? I mean, did he not? And now Tyler Huntley, who nobody wanted, all of a sudden, oh my gosh, this guy can play. How he's a backup? I mean, do the Carolina Panthers make a play? I mean, like that's the kind of reaction. Like, you look at the New York Giants; their backup is Mike Glennon. Mike, I would not trust Mike Glennon to pick up my mail over winter break if I was out of town. Okay, I would. There's hell no would I trust him at quarterback. Okay, the Ravens brought in Tyler Huntley. He's starting a game against the best team in the league in the Packers and nearly pulling off the win. He's keeping you competitive. He's, I mean, he's, he want, beat the Bears on the road. That's a backup quarterback. And, and you just wonder, like, is this the Greg Roman effect? Because, you know, Kaepernick kind of petered out there at the end. Lamar hasn't, although he's struggled a little bit this year. And you could argue, yeah, all these all these kind of running quarterbacks, they have a shelf life and they get figured out and blah, blah, blah. I, I mean, I, the two coaches that impressed me most over the, this weekend were Dennis Allen of the New Orleans Saints, the defensive coordinator, for what he did to Brady. And, of course, Greg Roman. Because I got to be honest, I did not think Tyler Huntley would be able to do that against a Packers defense that just saw a running quarterback. They just saw Justin Fields last week. He ate him up. And now it's like, oh, 
not only are the defensive coaches on the Packers inept buffoons, but maybe they just don't even have the defensive players to match up with a running quarterback. Oh, let's take a look at the uh, NFC. Any really able-bodied quarterbacks? Not Tom Brady. Oh, Kyler Murray. Huh. Well, he didn't have a great game against the Packers, and now he doesn't have Nuke Hopkins. Mm, Stafford, no. Jimmy G, no. Taysom Hill? Interesting. Dak Prescott, not running as much this year, which is a little quizzical. Quizzical. I don't even know if that's the right word there. Um, It's puzzling why Dak Prescott's not running. But bottom line is the Packers are clearly suspect to a running quarterback. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, can they sneak in, throw a scare into the Packers? I don't know. We'll see. It's early. You don't want to make any bold declarations. Um, But overall, I just loved Sunday in the NFL. Um. And before I get to best bets for Monday Night Football, I'm going to spend just a couple minutes. Well, let me just see if there's any game, any um, games that I did not mention that I should have. I don't care about Buffalo. I know I got some people tweeting me about Detroit. Jason, you got to talk about the Lions. Do I really? Do I really? I mean, they, they now have the number two pick in the draft. Um, Jacksonville has number one again. And by the way, all these people saying Urban Meyer was the problem. Urban Meyer, I mean, their offense looked like awful. Couldn't do anything. And the defense, Davis Mills... Lit him up. Rookie Davis Mills looked better than Trevor Lawrence. I don't want to say Trevor Lawrence is broken, but this is sad. Trevor Lawrence played my favorite college football game ever. That, oh, well, top five. Let me just say top five. The Ohio State Clemson college football playoff game two years ago? Yeah, right before the LSU game where Trevor Lawrence lost. I mean, that was one of the great games. Of course, I was on the winning side of the bet there. And Trevor Lawrence had like an amazing touchdown run in the final drive down the field. It was like, that was just a great game. Go look at the highlights on YouTube. I'm going to go watch it right after this. It's just awesome. I, I love Trevor Lawrence. I'm a huge fan. And he looks broken. His spirit is just crushed. Ah, just looks terrible. I'm not going to write him off, though. Come on, he's too talented. Uh, rest around the league. Oh, Dallas, one quick note. Mild concern. Just file it away. Mild concern. Dallas offense. Again, no bueno. Dak threw for 217 yards. That's it. This is a Giants team that Justin Herbert just tore to shreds. Here are the Cowboys touchdown drives. Two plays, 13 yards. It was after a Mike Glennon interception. And the other Dallas touchdown. Five plays, 29 yards after the Giants got tried to go for it on fourth down. Okay. That's it. Two touchdown drives of under 30 yards. Then they toss in a couple field goals. Who cares? This is a defensive-led team right now. Their defense is nasty. I mean, again, it's Mike Glennon, and maybe we need to see a little more when the quarterbacks you've shut down are Taysom Hill, Taylor Heineke slash Kyle Allen, and Mike Glennon slash Jake Fromm. Well, it's going to be probably Taylor Heineke again the day after Christmas. Um, any other games that I missed? Gosh, I, I mean, if you, if Rob G let me, I would go through every game. Nice win for the Bengals. Gutty win for the Steelers, who are clearly a second-half team. One of the stats you need to know. Last, damn it. I've got so many notes here, guys. I'm so, just such a nerd when it comes to some of this stuff. Last four, is it four or four games or five? Okay. So the Steelers have gone four straight games with zero first-half touchdowns. First time that's happened in 25 years. In the last five games, the Steelers have been outscored 91-19 to 19 in the first half. Okay? Let that sink in. 91-19. to 19. Now, who is that on? You could easily pin it on Ben. Oh, he stinks. Well, he's coming back in the fourth in the second half, isn't he? Came back against the Vikings. Came back against the Titans. I think that's an indictment of Mike Tomlin and the offensive coordinator, is it not? When you can do nothing offensively with a week to prepare, not good. Not good at all. And I know most of, most of the blame is going to go to Big Ben because I joked earlier this season, he looks like a refrigerator back there in the pocket. He's so immobile. And just he just he it just looks sad. I, there's a problem. I don't. I don't think the Steelers are that good, but um, man, I mean, their first halves are ugly. Um, so yeah, I think that's just about every game. I don't. I'm not going to talk more about the the Fal- the Falcons' loss to the Niners. Um, quick, quick, uh, 
fantasy football. So my son is in two leagues. One where, you know, I took the reins and was the commissioner and he had some injuries. He started off three and one and then it went in the tank. So he did he missed the playoffs. Then in the other league, he's facing the number one seed. And my buddy's the commish. And you know, they have like I think it's a sixteen team league. So, you know, uh well, let me just check. I it was like late in the season and I uh I you know, things weren't going well for my my son was like in second place. And all of a sudden, yeah, oh, sorry, 14-team league. And I'm like, he's like in in eighth heading into the final week. And I'm like, oh, geez, what do I tell Bryce? He's going to miss the playoffs in both of his fantasy leagues. I didn't even know that eight teams made the playoffs. So he gets in despite a loss last week. And he's all geeked. So, you know, he's like, oh, we got, we're going to do fine. You know, we got, what are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And like, so he's facing the number one seed, his buddy who's in his class. And he's leading and almost certainly going to win. And he's just like, "Who should we send his dad? Should we brag to his dad? Because there's like winter break. So the kids cannot go to school and like flex. I won the fantasy first round. <laughs> Seriously. All they do is play football at recess. Um, my son gives me all the, oh, yeah, dad, we started the Super Bowl. It's like five on five. It's awesome. And um, so he's taken down the number one seed. Uh, nice kid. I know the dad, uh, big time surfer, golfer, good guy. And um, so my son's up, I know you care, by 10 with Nick Chubb going tonight against Vegas. And his buddy has the Minnesota Vikings kicker. <laughs> so it's basically a lock. And because, you know, hey, this is my podcast. I feel like bragging about myself. In the big money league, I'm in good shape but not great shape. Uh, I'm the four seed and I'm up 18 on the five, but there's many guys left. Like I have Dalvin Cook, Josh Jacobs. Gosh, I hate Josh Jacobs. He's so, so frustrating. And then I have the Eagles kicker. I'm up 18. He uh, opponent has Justin Jefferson, who's probably going to have a monster game against his beat up Bears secondary. I'll get to the best bet in a sec. And he has the Mooney, the Bears receiver. Um, but the good thing is Mooney really only clicks with Dalton. If you notice, Fields and Mooney don't do much damage together. Plus Allen Robinson, I think, is back. And then he has Montgomery. Uh, that could get ugly. And then he has uh, Devontae Smith. <sighs> I, actually, I'm leading. But it says I have 53% chance to win. And then in my f- final fantasy league, yes, I'm in the playoffs in three, and I'm really excited about it because I think we're probably going to win all three. I have a uh, woo, 60% chance to win. I got Cooper Cup and the Eagles. He's got Metcalf, Rashad Penny, and Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is just going to screw me, isn't he? I just know it's coming. All right, I know this is a lot of NFL. Oh, you want to get to the best bet. But I have to just, can I just do two minutes on LeBron real quick? Just humor me. So the Lakers lose Anthony Davis on Friday. Yeah, Friday. A buddy of mine's all geeked. He's like, I think I'm going to the Tuesday uh, Lakers-Suns game. So I text him Friday night. Looks like there's going to be no AD. (laughs) I mean, AD, who I joked on, I think it was on like one, you know, like you to, to get your followers up on Instagram, if you go on like, I don't know, uh, Fox Sports and leave a comment, then all these people will see you because you're verified and then start to follow you. So sometimes I'll leave comments. And on one post, I don't know where it was, maybe House of Highlights or something, Ball is Life, whatever. I, I responded, you know, AD, it was like a, something about Anthony Davis may have gotten hurt. And I just put AD equals always down. Because he's always down on the ground. I mean, it's frustrating. And it got like 5,000 likes or something. So I got all these new followers. And I guess, you know, people think I'm like a Lakers hater because I was making fun of Anthony Davis. I'm not making fun of him. He's an awesome player. Ridiculous talent. Is he frustrating because he likes to float to the perimeter and shoot jumpers? Of course. But, you know, he doesn't want to bang inside. This guy grew up, he was like a six five guard in Chicago and then grew like... No, maybe like a 6'3 guard, and then grew like eight inches. Honestly, go go read about it. Like his junior or senior year, he grew like eight inches, became the number one recruit in the country. So he's like a perimeter guy. He's got a handle. He's got a nice touch on his jumper. He doesn't want to bang inside. I wouldn't. I don't even like going inside. But he's down for four weeks now. And you know what four weeks means with Andy Davis, five or six. So they're going to be in some trouble to make the playoffs. And I'm not even joking. That's not an exaggeration. That's not a hot take. The reality is their best player is 36-year-old LeBron who turns 37 in like two weeks. So LeBron, what does he do in their first game without AD? He goes and says, I'm going to show everybody I got this. 
against the Bulls Sunday night. Really good game. LeBron has 31-14-8. In the final minute, DeMar DeRozan drove on him, and LeBron just blocked it. It was awesome. This guy's ridiculous. And then the Lakers lost. And I'm just telling you, you look at that box score, and you're like, wait, what is this? Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, that Isaiah Thomas. He's been with the Lakers for like, I don't know, 96 hours. I think he's probably living at a hotel. He hasn't even unpacked his suitcase. He started against the Bulls and played 32 minutes. What? He wasn't this guy. I don't, I'm stunned. Isaiah Thomas was not in the league five minutes ago. And now he's starting for the Lakers. Their second leading score Sunday night against the Bulls was 37-year-old Carmelo Anthony. De- DeAndre Jordan is unplayable. I, I don't know what they're doing. Like, just stop. Just, uh, I, no. Russell Westbrook, who is just, I mean, listen, I know what he did in Washington. I know he's a triple-double guy. He's a volume guy. You got LeBron. You don't need a volume guy. Russ, nine baskets, six turnovers, 38 minutes. Like, what's he doing? I, he's not setting screens. We know that. We, we know, like, that's one of the things he does not do. Does he move off the ball? Shit, no. So what is he doing? He's basically, give me the ball. I'm going to drive and shoot. I'm going to take a bad shot. I'm going to miss a three. I'm going to break something. I know he tries hard and people like him, but man. And, I, and and we've been saying this roster is a mess. But when healthy, with LeBron and AD, and when they get Kendrick Nunn back, ha, 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 Jason, stop talking about Kendrick Nunn. Guys, I don't know if they're, gonna, I don't know if they're locked to make the playoffs. This is not hot take central. This is, I should say, this is not hot take happy hour, which is one of the cool things that I did at Fox Sports. I, we might still do it. I don't know. Hot take happy hour. It's, it was just fun. I'm just telling you, they're in trouble. They're 16 and 15, I think. And they got smoked by the T-Wolves the other night. I guess technically this would be their second game. Oh, no, AD got hurt against the Timberwolves. That's right. And you look at the Timberwolves, and they won again Sunday. Um, Anthony Davis is, Anthony Edwards, I'm sorry, isn't COVID. By the way, Anthony Edwards is an absolute terror on the court. Oh, my gosh. He is fun to watch. He talks some trash, too. I kind of like him. D'Angelo Russell was the second pick, like, I don't know, four teams ago. He was a Laker. Carl um, Anthony Towns is 26. Anthony Edwards, 20. Malik Beasley, who's a nice shooter, 25. D'Angelo Russell, 25. And then you look at the Lakers, and their top four players are all, like, way older than 30. I mean, the Lakers, against the Mavs, had to rely on Wayne Ellington to bring him home. And Austin Reeves. Against the Bulls, Lakers had, I think, two chances to tie it. And Wayne Ellington took both shots. I'm going to repeat, Wayne Ellington took both shots. When was the last time that guy ever had a big shot? Like at North Carolina? I don't know, guys. Somebody joked on Twitter. I forgot to give the, I should give this guy credit, but he said, is LeBron headed back to the Cavs at the All-Star break? <laughs> because the Cavs are good. Uh, Cavs are really good with Garland and um, the, the rookie Mobley. Um it's wild. Lakers, uh, listen, uh, you don't want to overreact, but they, I'm just straight up, they're in trouble. Because you put too much on, burden on LeBron and he gets injured again, you just forget it. It's over. They're not going to the playoffs if he gets hurt. So I don't know what the solution is, but pain is on the way. All right, guys, let's get to the best bet here. Two games on Monday Night Football. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. 
Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. All right, so quickly for the Monday night football games, and we've run long because, listen, it was a phenomenal weekend in sports. Crazy, phenomenal, all that. Uh, First game up tonight is the Las Vegas Raiders visiting Cleveland. Now, this is the game that that was going bonkers on the gambling lines. So Cleveland was seven. Then it came back down to six. Then everybody on Cleveland got COVID. Literally, every single person tested positive. And then the Raiders were favored. And I think the Raiders were favored by as much as three. Okay? And then they pushed the game back. And then all these Browns players come back. And now it's like, oh, Cleveland is now favored by three. Listen, if you, I didn't get involved in this because I had no idea when the game was going to be played. or uh, I mean, everybody thought it was going to be Sunday. And they were just going to force the Browns to try out a practice squad, guys. And, and, of course, I didn't touch anything on this. But I ended up late, uh, actually Saturday, uh, when the contest picks were in, they had moved the game and I said, you know what? F it. I'm taking Cleveland. So I have Cleveland in the contest. Uh, I did not bet it on the side yet. I kind of, listen, I'm, I'm still waiting to see. Like, we thought Waller wasn't going to play when the game was uh, supposed to be on Sunday. And now is Waller going to be able to play now that he extra day to rehab? Now he hasn't played in a couple weeks and the offense has been crap. But I don't know, like... Honestly, I have no clue. I, two hours from now, we could hear Stefanski's on the sideline and Baker's starting. And, all, you know, the Browns are only going to be down three dudes instead of, you know, 15. So I, it's it's really tough to handicap a game like this. All I'll say is the Raiders offense has been total garbage since Waller went down and they lost Henry Ruggs. And, oh, let's not forget, John Gruden, kind of a big-time offensive mind. I, we can dispute just how good he is, but he's been hella good with the Raiders. So, this is Cleveland or pass for me. Um, the total seems just criminally low. Come on, 41? Like, I know the Browns defense is good. Is it that good? I, I, I would lean to the over here, but I definitely am on Cleveland. So, 
Um, I need them in the contest given how bad that friggin' Packers beat was. And then the other game, which has the makings of a blowout, but listen, so many did this weekend and it didn't materialize. The Vikings are favored by six and a half. We might see a touchdown because of the Brown situation due to COVID protocols. Apparently, three-fourths of their secondary, which was not good to begin with, ain't going to play tonight because they tested positive. Then you factor in um, the, the position coaches. We don't know if they're going to return. And again, you know, this is coming out early this morning. Um, by 10 a.m., we may hear otherwise. But uh, again, heading into this game, it looks like the Bears are going to have nobody defensively. Now, can Justin Fields just drop back and run around a Minnesota defense that's been kind of hit and miss? I mean, Chicago is at home, whatever home field advantage is worth. I don't know. For me, it's Minnesota or nothing, but the world seems to be on Minnesota. Uh, Justin Jefferson, of course, I'm facing in fantasy, so I don't really want to bet them and have to root for him. And this is my big money league, you know, $500 buy-in. It's like a good, listen, you finish first or second, it's not a bad little piece of chump change. You know, um, you take that and uh, I'm not saying I'm going to go do anything great, but uh, we do like to travel after the football season and, you know, it's going to pay for part of the vacation you win your fantasy league. Um, so I, I just, I'm going to stay off the Vikings, but I definitely think there's a side. If you're going to get involved in this, it's got to be Minnesota. Problem is Zimmer loves to play down to the competition. Always. And it's so frustrating. I've bet them several times this year. Um, I think I had both times against the Lions. And of course, Zimmer just, you know, plays with his food there for a couple hours. And next thing you know, oh my gosh, it's a game and four minutes left in the fourth quarter. And you're like, how the hell did this happen? And, you know, it's a Kirk Cousins effect. I also have Dalvin Cook in uh, fantasy on my team. Uh, you know, and I don't, I've done some fantasy in this pod. I don't want to make it all about it. But like, it is weird when the fantasy playoffs are here, Survivor, and gambling, and then of course you know uh, the contest. Like it got a lot cooking here. It, it gets a l- really tough late in the season, and you end up rooting against um, things you should be rooting for. It just gets wacky, wacky, wild Kool Aid style. But the good news is, the good news, Tuesday, <laughs> there's two more NFL games. I'm loving it. And of course, you guys know, um, it's Eagles are everything for me. Uh, I will be breaking out my. Um, uh, who's a good 1980s Eagles and if Harold Carmichael, will that ring a bell for anyone? Uh, probably not. Uh, it's a little old. I'll probably wear, wear a Harold Carmichael jersey in the first quarter. Second quarter, I might tee up um, maybe the late Reggie White, um, the legend. Um, I don't know. Who was the guy? Uh, f- what did they call Fred X? Freddie some, something or other. I should Google it, but F it. Some Eagles fan will say, oh, Jay, I know who you're talking about. And then, of course, Nick, big, big dick Nick Foles for the fourth uh, fourth quarter because um, I need the Eagles big time. And Nick Foles delivered for him uh, in the Super Bowl. You guys enjoy the games tonight. Uh, it's more – and it, pace yourself, okay? I know it's holiday week. The kids are home from school, which um, I shouldn't talk about it out loud. But uh, it, it, it's already getting dicey in our household. So uh, you guys have a good day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.